Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. This morning, Ronna McDaniel stepping down as the RNC chair. And it's about dang time. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. She will officially uh, resign on March 8th. And she actually put in her statement... Some of my proudest accomplishments include firing Nancy Pelosi, winning the popular vote in 2022, creating an election integrity department, building the committee's first small dollar grassroots donor program. You fired Nancy Pelosi and then fired the speaker who helped put that together and got nothing for it. Winning the popular vote in 2022. Congratulations, you won Miss Congeniality. She's, that's embarrassing stuff. Now, who does the RNC put in charge now? Who? Where do Republicans turn? That's a, a, a good question. And one I don't have an answer for. You have heard people, including Representative Matt Gates. Talk about Kevin McCarthy. He's organized. He can fundraise. He'd be a great choice. He doesn't talk. He doesn't get to choose policy. I don't listen to Gates on nearly anything. That said, McCarthy's not a bad pick at all if he's willing to do it. But McCarthy is going to be a thorn in the side of these elected Republicans. But he can fundraise. The question is, is he going to take money and dedicate it to Trump's legal bills? Because the Trump team is all about this. We get the money and it goes towards this. I need an RNC that's focused on winning the Senate and the House and governor's races and state races and, and, and local races. I need an RNC that does it all, that worries about the down ticket too. Winning elections matters. Not your ego. Winning elections, it matters. Uh, the the other big story, and I'll be getting into this on Tony Katz today at, at noon. It, it, it's not the South Carolina primary. Trump won the primary, and you knew that he would. It is the story of this girl by the name of Lakin Riley. Lakin Riley was a nursing student in Georgia. And Lake and Riley was killed as she went out for a jog by an illegal immigrant. That's what happened. She was killed by a guy who entered the United States via El Paso, released from a detention center due to overcrowding. 
got to Georgia. His brother also here uh, uh, illegally. And killed this woman. So to use the parlance of the left, Joe Biden and Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas have blood on their hands. And so does Representative Ocasio-Cortez for being all about an open border, which I've got the audio. I'll share it with you. This is the reality of an open, porous border, which it is. These are the facts. The end. But now I can share with you a media apparatus that doesn't refer to this guy as an illegal immigrant. A 26-year-old Athens man has been charged with murder and the death of a nursing student on the University of Georgia campus. That's how the Atlanta Journal-Constitution wrote it. Athens man. He wasn't from Athens, Georgia. He was an illegal immigrant allowed into the country by Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas because they have no policy and no plan to implement a policy. The Associated Press took it a step further. The killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. So are you arguing that you can't go out for a run in the United States? Well, why is that? Or are you arguing the problem is she went out for a run? Are we now into the the victim blaming? Progressives are despicable people. Not because I say so, but because they show you so. This woman was killed because we don't have a policy that protects a border. That's what happened. So, liberal white women, maybe you want to understand that Lakin Riley is your daughter. Stop voting for policies that are going to get her killed. Or at least stop voting for policies that increase the likelihood. Stop being progressively weird. Stop voting not in your best interest. Stop. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. If you want it, here it is. Come and get it. Mm, make your mind up. Sylvester Stallone moving to Florida. I, uh, I, I, I would have rathered. I would have, I, I would have rathered. He, he moved to Indiana, but he did not. He moved to Florida, out of California, because who could possibly stay? In California, Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. The more we see it, the more we see it. And Gavin Newsom wants to go out there and tell you how wonderful the state is. His massive support 
for Joe Biden, how masterful he's been? No one can stay. No one can stay. I I wish uh, Sly all the best. We got to figure out how we get people to come here. Well, Tony, you can't compete with weather. True. True. Weather's a very hard thing to compete with. The question is, what can we compete with? What can we offer? Which I argue are many, many things that that Florida can't. Um, Like, for example, we don't have Florida Man. And uh, that should be enough. That that should be enough. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot if I said hello. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. So, so Trump takes the South Carolina primary. Takes it in a big way. And instead of being in, 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 in South Carolina, he's, uh, I mean, he's at CPAC during the day, the conservative political action uh, conference, and uh, he's got plenty uh, to say. It's the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's the story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Uh, finger on the dump button there, producer Carl. Sometimes uh, the president, the former president, he likes to get a little, uh, likes to get a little, uh, speak a little French. I, I think that's what they'd say. I think that's how they would describe it in his words there. Four years ago, I told you that if crooked Joe Biden got to the White House, our borders would be abolished, our middle class would be decimated, and our communities would be plagued by bloodshed, chaos, and violent crime. We were right about everything. So believe me when I offer you another warning, and we've been right about so much, just about everything. If crooked Joe Biden and his thugs win in 2024, the worst is yet to come. Our country will go and sink to levels that were unimaginable. And just think about it. With four more years of Biden, the hordes of illegal aliens stampeding across our borders will exceed 40 to 50 million people. Medicare, Social Security, health care, and public education will buckle and collapse. It will collapse as sure as you're sitting or standing there. It will collapse. Our economy will be starved of energy by Crooked Joe's vindictive Green New Scam. It's a Green New Scam. It'll be the destruction of our country. It is indeed a scam, and most of them know it. Some of them, the fools, believe it, but most of them know it. Millions of... So, that's one heck of a warning. But he gets to base it on something. You could have argued that it was baseless when he was running in 2020. You cannot argue that it is baseless today. Are you better off now than you were four years ago? No, you're not. That is an objective statement. We really going to argue that the country is in a better spot than it was four years ago? War in Ukraine, war in Israel, uh, 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 a radical and dangerous and violent southern border that has created radical and dangerous cities. You know, I'm taking this trip to Israel. I leave on Wednesday. And I sat down with my kids yesterday to discuss this trip and to discuss with them what happens if I don't come back. 
I don't expect any issues. I'm more worried about the flight than I am about being in Israel. Because you can get attacked in any city at any time. Look what I do every day. Look at how uh, the, the, these uh, aggressive people who disagree with you politically act out in violence all across America. Anything can happen at any time. But I think it would be irresponsible to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to take this international flight. Everything's going to absolutely go perfect. What if it doesn't? I think as a parent, you have a responsibility to be very clear with your kids when they're of a certain age and able to understand it. I think it would be madness to do otherwise. We're going to sit here and pretend that somehow the nation's in a better place than it was four years ago? You have to be beyond self-corrupted to make that statement and, and believe it. We should be honest about where we're at. Honest about policies that work and don't, and honest about policies that are needed without uh, a, a, a desire for specific people or political candidates, but rather with a desire for how do we make our lives better. This is why, and I have now for a while, I speak so uh, uh, it, w- with such derision about liberal white women because they don't vote in their best interest. They don't vote for what's best for the country. They will go along with any progressive moniker, idea, philosophy that will allow them to virtue signal to people who hate them and want to use them. There was a whole conversation about Trump's speech at CPAC about whether or not it was bigoted. You take a look at my mugshot and black voters love me because of it. And wait, I'm, are you saying the black voters are okay with mugshots? What do you, what, what the heck is this? Are we going to deny that we have heard from anecdotally black voters who see Trump as better than Biden because Biden is a pathetic old man who can't get off a stage and they had more money when Trump was in office? They had more money when Trump was in office. Go ahead, compete with that. Best of luck. Trump is making an argument here that he is allowed to make that you're not better off than you were four years ago. The question is, does that argument lift enough for a general election? I don't think so. And that in and of itself is a massive issue. We will talk more about it right now. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Indianapolis Business Journal in its editorial urges the State House not to do anything regarding the blue line. Let Indianapolis do what it wants to do. After all, this is a local decision. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. 
Indigo held public forums. This is what they've decided to do. And if for some reason you decide they can't go forward, the city loses out on $150 million in federal funding that would fix sidewalks. If the if the argument uh, regarding local doesn't move you, know how much money the city is going to lose. Uh, I, I would argue with the IBJ on, on two points here. First, uh, saying that if we don't do this, we're going to lose out on funding is not an argument. That is saying the government wants to give us this. We'd be fools if we didn't take it. But at what expense? At what cost? If you're arguing that we can't fix our own sidewalks, I want to know why you think the people of Arkansas should fix our sidewalks. Well, where do you think the tax dollars come from? We can't fix our own sidewalks. Oh, that's right. I don't live in Indianapolis. Those indie people can't fix their own sidewalks. Maybe they should focus on how they budget. But the idea that they're going to take federal taxpayer dollars to do so? It's a local thing. Let them locally build it. May I ask the IBJ, how you come to this position? This idea that this is all local and it's local this and it's local that. It's predicated on federal dollars. And now you're saying the state has no say? With all due respect, I like the IBJ quite a bit. I would like to actually do more with them, not less. But honesty is required. And sometimes, especially when you take a look at their opinion pages, they need a a bit of a, uh, not a contrarian, just a different look. How dare you argue that this should be about local when the money is coming from the federal? And how dare anybody say that money isn't mine? That's right. The guy from Carmel does indeed have a say in what happens in Indianapolis because you're not doing this with your money. You're doing it with my money. Just uh, just something worth noting right there. Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate. Cooking a steak, for goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Ah, Meatless Monday. As we know, the Indianapolis City County Council, which supported a socialist getting elected to their board, also doesn't want you to eat meat on a Monday. I don't know. They've got some kind of social justice thing, environmental justice thing. It's all garbage. But then again, rebuilding a city isn't their focus. Sloganeering on the streets and saying don't eat meat on a Monday is what they're all about. You know what we say here? Have yourself some meat on a Monday. And because it is going to be near or at 70 degrees today, the only answer is Rick's Cafe Boatyard. We're heading out to the creek. We are going to Rick's Boatyard there, Matt Bear, because they've got they have got everything going on. You can get the crab cake hush puppies. You get the roast beef sliders, lobster mac and cheese. The crab, spinach, and artichoke dip? Yes, please. And then, of course, you can get one of their pizzas. You can actually get one of their salads if you're that kind of person. I'm not anti-salad, by the way. And then, of course, their Fisher Farm burgers, 
with the lettuce, the tomato, the onion, the white cheddar cheese, their secret sauce or their bacon jam burger, their Korean fried chicken. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you even wasting time? 70 degrees? Get a reservation before it's too late. Get it now. Rick's of Boatyard, by the way. Ricksboatyard.com is where you go. And then uh, and then you go and you, and you get the reservation. And then you head on down there to Dandy Trail. Uh, Ricksboatyard.com. And that's what you do for Meatless Monday. That's how easy it is. Have yourself some meat on a Monday. Don't. Don't let don't let Indianapolis decide for you. I think you should decide for Indianapolis. Tony Katz, that is me, by the way. What's up, everybody? How you doing? 93 WIBC, good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. is a spirit that I have never seen. We ran two great races, but there's never been, ever, there's never been a spirit like this. And I just want to say that I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. Never. I'm not quite sure which Republican Party President Trump is referring to, but okay. Wins the South Carolina primary handily. Nikki Haley didn't get 40% of the vote. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. But Haley is not getting out of the race, and she's right, and I'll get into that. This is not support for Haley. This is a recognition of what her future is. I get her mathematics. But Super Tuesday doesn't show that it's going to turn things around either, just like South Carolina didn't show it. I'll get to that coming up. But let us understand that there is something happening that is going to take our attention, take our kids' attention, and take a whole bunch of investment dollars and how dangerous it is. Because the question that we are forced to ask is, who watches the Watchmen? This is a story about AI, artificial intelligence. And this idea that artificial intelligence is incredible and wonderful and it's the future... And I am not saying that it doesn't have an opportunity. I'm saying it has dangers. And one of the great dangers, of course, is who does the programming. Let me give you an example. Here's one headline. ChatGPT, the famed ChatGPT, will tell you that there's no credible evidence that Hamas raped Israeli women on October 7th. In the October 7th terrorist attack, I should say, Hamas attacked Israel. Hamas is a terrorist organization supported by Iran, and they raped women and videotaped it for the world to see. They wanted the world to see what vicious, despicable, disgusting, worthless scumbag animals they are. And we've got people in Indianapolis supporting them, college campuses supporting them, elected officials supporting them. They support rapists. Don't ever forget it. But ChatGPT says there's no credible information or evidence to suggest that Hamas raped Israeli women on October 7th, 2023. 
that, of course, is insane. If ChatGPT can't show you this, what exactly is the value of it if it can't be honest? But it's not just ChatGPT. Google's Gemini, the same one, the same AI engine that says, show me a picture of the Founding Fathers, and they're all black. The Founding Fathers were not black. That's just reality. They were not black. They were not Asian women. Whatever it is that Google Gemini is showing, when asked the question whether pedophilia is wrong, Google Gemini will not admit that it's wrong. They'll tell you that pedophiles are not evil. It's multifaceted and requires a nuanced answer. First of all, pedophilia is always wrong. That is attacking children, thinking that children can be sexual partners to adults. It's despicable, and you throw those people in jail, and if you tell me, well, they're just wired that way, I'll tell you I won't disagree, but it's a crime. They can't control their wiring. There they go. Goodbye. We're not debating here. In jail. A standard will be held. You don't get to have sex with children. To hell with what you think. To hell with how you feel. Jail. We have standards and we're not changing them for you or any of your predilections. We should be clear that if AI cannot engage honestly, cannot hold a standard what value is it and if you ask yourself well how is this possible the ai engine is programmed look at who does the programming these are not people who believe in a civil society or an honest society or a decent society and this is something that the ai people are gonna have to figure out 